uh, first up, I want to talk about the assault on the rule of law because, you know, our republic and everything we believe depends on having a constitutional republic, a republican form of government. And the republican form of government, at least in the American system, is contingent at the federal level of having three separate branches, co-equal but independent branches of government, uh, the judiciary, the legislature, and uh, the presidency. Well, the judiciary is supposed to apply the law, hopefully not in an activist way. Uh, but the left has decided that the judiciary, because it is applying the law in a neutral way, needs to be destroyed. And namely, they're trying to destroy the Supreme Court with spurious ethics charges, ethics charges against uh, the conservatives on the court, basically making up rules that aren't being <laughs> making up rules, um, uh, and then accusing. Uh, justices are violating those rules. So it's it's complete Alice in Wonderland uh, uh, ethics analysis by the left. And of course, they don't care about the ethics. What they're trying to do is delegitimize the court uh, to make it easier to pack the court, which, as I've discussed, would end the court. Because when you hear court packing, just think about turning uh, the Supreme Court into the equivalent of Congress. Now, do you think that Congress has conf people have confidence that Congress can uh, fairly apply the law or neutrally apply the law? Of course not. So why would you think that a Supreme Court the size of Congress, with politicians just like congressmen on it, would fairly apply the law? And that's but the left thinks that that's the way they can control the courts uh, by undermining uh, the rule of law and adherence to our Constitution. And the way they're doing that is by uh, tr making it, trying to make it impossible for justices to remain on the court through abuse and smearing and slander and defamation. And their number one target, and the targets changed from week to week. They've gone after virtually every uh, jurist who uh, has conservative inclinations, um, everyone from the Chief Justice Roberts to Gorsuch, and of course, the number one target now uh, is Justice Thomas. And I tell you, I've never seen anything like it uh, to have a series of stories, story after story, targeting Thomas, targeting Roberts, Tom, targeting Gorsuch, all about, as I said, these um, fake ethics concerns. And I encourage you to make it a priority uh, when you talk to senators. So what are you, what are you do, doing to defend the rule of law? Uh, under that's under attack from from the left because there are a few of the senators who are doing it, but most others don't care much about it. To me, it ought to be a priority. So communicate with your senators by calling 202-225-3121. Same thing goes for the House. There's oversight of the Justice Department uh, out of the House of Representatives as well. These are serious times. And so just going to stop. We're not going to back down, as I said, uh, under um, because uh, we, we don't want the country to end. <laughs> to be blunt. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. My fellow citizens of the world, ask not what America will do for you, but what together we can do for the freedom of man. We have been telling you the who, what, when, where for many years. 
because we are not moving off of the 24-hour news spin that the Mockingbird fake news provides, as all they really are is trauma-based mind control in order to subdue we the people into doing nothing. So out here with Neo420 Talks, we provide real news plus real information for we the people. So we all know what's going on, as there is a lot of propaganda being pushed out there by the fake news, by the paid crisis actors, and by the paid professional liars that are willing to take a dollar in order to sell out an entire country. That gives you an idea of the type of people that we're dealing with here. None of them are like me because I would never do that. I am a patriot that will defend this constitutional republic to my death. So we're out here every day providing this real news plus real information for we the people. Go back in our archives of truth, all of our past episodes on our website, neo420.com, and you will see that we have been over the target even before the fake news tries to put a spin on it. We've been reporting it to you, and we're going to keep doing it today, as this is Neo420 Talks, the podcast speaking truth against the lies. Uh, there was another big story this week that I think is interesting, and I don't want uh, to overstate how interesting it is. But it's interesting enough for me to share. And uh, uh, it was a Wall Street Journal report this week that was really quite extraordinary. Evidently, they got a hold of Epstein, um, Jeffrey Epstein's private calendars. And they show what looks to me a lot of unusual meetings with some very interesting people. The nation's spy chief, the story opens, a former, a longtime college president and a top women in finance – the circle of people who associated with Jeffrey Epstein years after he was convicted was a convicted sex offender is wider than previously reported. Now, first up of great interest is William Burns, who is currently the CIA director as appointed by Joe Biden. Um, he's been there since 20, uh, I guess, 2021, since the beginning of the administration. Uh, and he was deputy secretary of state under Obama. And while he was there, according to these documents, he met with uh, Epstein, it looks like three times, uh, including um, at his townhouse in Manhattan. Isn't that interesting? Catherine uh, Rumler, a White House counsel under Barack Obama, so he, she was the top lawyer for the Obama White House, had dozens of meetings with Epstein in the years after her White House service and before she became a top lawyer at Goldman Sachs. Uh, Leo Bostein, the president of uh, Bard College, an influential big college there, invited Epstein, uh, who brought a group of young female guests to the campus. So they were trying to raise money from him at Bard College. And, um, of course, you know, none of these names are supposedly in the black book or the list of people who flew to his island, right? Uh, but um, the uh, unusual s visits here, I think, are striking. And we have the current CIA chief, then top official in the Obama administration, meeting three times with this guy who was a convicted sex offender. 
Boy, isn't that interesting? I, I, I can't I can't imagine what the what the heck was going on there, or maybe I can, which is even more disturbing. And the White House counsel lawyer, the former lawyer, I mean, he, she was meeting with him pretty regularly. Very unusual. But what's interesting about Wimler is that uh, she says, uh, or I don't know if she says it, but the Wall Street Journal reports that she, he, she first met, again, this is Obama's top lawyer at the White House after she left the White House, first met Epstein after he called her to ask if she would be interested in representing Mr. Gates and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, the Goldman Sachs spokesman said. So I guess it's uh, Goldman Sachs who admitted this. A spokeswoman for Mr. Gates and Epstein uh, said Epstein never worked for Mr. Gates, misrepresented their relationship, but that Mr. Gates regrets ever meeting with him. And as you may know, the reports are that um, his family was unhappy with him over the me- Gates' meetings with Epstein. Epstein and his staff res- discussed whether Ms. Rumler, now 52, would be uncomfortable with the presence of young women who worked as assistants and staffers at the townhouse. Women emailed um, Epstein on two occasions to ask if they should avoid the home while she was there. Epstein told one of the women he didn't want her around and another one that it wasn't a problem. Rumler didn't see anything that would lead her to be concerned at the townhouse and didn't express any concern, the Goldman Sachs people said. So uh, the other interesting folk, uh, the other interesting person who met with her is the other interesting person who met with uh, Epstein, according to the news calendar, these new calendars, is Ariane de Rothschild, who is now chief executive of the Swiss private bank Edmund de Rothschild Group. The bank hired Miss Rumler's law firm after the introduction to help with U.S. regulatory matters, according to the bank and uh, the Goldman and, and the Goldman Sachs spokesman. So you had this connection between Rumler, Goldman Sachs, excuse me, Rumler, the Rothschild Bank, and Epstein. Now Epstein's um, meetings with Rothschild were denied initially by the bank, and in fact that was a lie. This is what they said: the bank acknowledged the journal that its earlier statement wasn't accurate, that Miss Rothschild never met with Epstein and had no business links with him. Well, she did have business links with them and did meet with them. So uh, to me, this all explains something. You know, people have asked, why hasn't the government seemed very interested in investigating, given the nature of what Epstein was doing, the folks around Epstein who was who were likely to have been involved with him and may have seen something untoward or participated in something untoward with young women? Well, this all this helps explain it. Some of the folks implicated, other than, you know, the Clinton gang, as usual, is the, are, are folks from the Obama gang, including Biden's current CIA chief and Obama's type white, top White House lawyer. So it certainly helps explain to me why there's seemingly lack of interest in what Epstein was up to and who he was dealing with. And uh, kudos to the Wall Street Journal for getting these calendars. Uh, just looking into other issues related to Epstein, you can be sure we'll report to you if we're able to find anything or if we do anything substantively legally to try to find something. Uh, but uh, these are very interesting calendars. I encourage you to go on, uh, look up the story about it. We'll provide a link. Uh, but uh, now the CIA director is implicated in the Jeffrey Epstein scandals. Uh, boy, uh, there has to be some investigations of that. 
Yes, brothers and sisters, that's a lot of really important information and data in order to add to the file folder in relation to all of these different entities. I'm not going to go over the specific people other than the specific entities that they represent. And if you will notice, all of them that uh, Tom reported on just then, all of those people go back to the Obama administration. And from my documentation analysis, it shows that Barack Hussein Obama or Barry Soros or whatever his real name is, that he never could proof about the birth certificate from Hawaii, nor his collegiate records from Columbia University or University of Hawaii or wherever. But the one thing that we absolutely do know is his mom was Caucasian and she worked for the CIA. And what I am led to believe is that Obama was the true Manchurian candidate. And he was utilized as a placeholder in order to allow the CIA to execute its overall coup d'etat. Because you've got to remember the past CIA directors. The one specifically I'm thinking about is George Bush Sr. And he's the person who said more than anybody that we can see a day with a new world order. Well, now, as you heard in Epstein's calendar, we had the current CIA director who was actually brought into the administration through Obama. We've got the uh, representative that worked for Goldman Sachs. Goldman Sachs was a part of the big bailout in 2008 financial collapse that was orchestrated by the Obama administration in conjunction with their globalist party members. And then we've got... Epstein, and we've got the Rothschilds, and then we've got Bill Gates. And I've been reporting on Bill Gates for years about how his family tracks all the way back into the Nazi Holocaust, and potentially earlier with IBM who was Microsoft's big first customer who bought the Microsoft software package and made Gates a millionaire. And also, the Rothschilds are directly connected to all of the big banks in Europe and the one square mile in the uh, old London, where all the bankster criminals live. And then you've got... Again, you've got Epstein connection as a center point and then branching out to the CIA, Goldman Sachs, the Gates family, and the Rothschild family. So I don't think that you have to know any more than that to understand the years that we've been talking about this and explaining how all of these criminal systems work. When you think about Epstein, who was a, in my opinion, Jeffrey Epstein was the same as Ghislaine Maxwell's dad, Robert Maxwell. 
Robert Maxwell was a triple agent. He was a CIA agent. He was an MI6 agent of Europe. And he was a Mossad agent from the Middle East. I think Epstein was the same exact thing, coordinating these honey traps in order to get people in high positions of business, uh, nonprofits, and government into positions of, uh, so he could he could manipulate them by evidence based bribery or financial bribery. But you've got Gates being a part of it, and Gates is always understated his relationship with Epstein because it's part of his PR spin like he did whenever he was hated by all the technology people in the world because he was trying to form a monopoly, brought up on uh, charges in Congress. And whenever he was going to those congressional hearings, he was smacked in the face twice by people having cream pies. We've got that video up on our video channel, just FYI. But then you've got the Rothschild family, who is the oldest recognized, I say recognized because they're the only one of the kind of 13 bloodline families that actually wants to be known. And it has been estimated that the Rothschild family's overall asset portfolio is in the trillions. It's more than any country. It's more than any government. And the reason is because they stole all of that from people faking information back in the Napoleonic wartime. We've went over that in depth. So then you've got the banks, who are the crooks from Goldman Sachs, who were facilitating conduit of bribery schemes and financial manipulation, but they were bailed out in 2008 by Barack Hussein Obama, the Manchurian candidate. And now we've got the same Barack Hussein Obama uh, representative that is the head of the CIA now, and now he is working in order to destroy this country by protecting the criminal cabal's assets instead of going after them. And see, the CIA is not supposed to operate inside the United States. They have been exceedingly, they've been conducting major operations in this country Going back, I believe, from JFK's assassination to 9-11 to 2008 financial collapse to this is what has perpetuated what we're into today because every five to seven years, if I've, I've made this comment many times in our podcast, through my analysis, every five to seven years, this criminal cabal orchestrates a major event in order to take freedoms of we the people, to try to destroy the constitutional republic that is these United States, and it steals our money and is doing the same taxation without representation, just in a different form. Taxation without representation is what 1776 was all about. And the Boston Tea Party, that's what it was all about. Yet now we are charged money from a banking cabal that is the Federal Reserve banking system that's not federal at, at all. And it is owned majority by the Rothschilds Bank in Europe. So 
we see how this these people and these entities are set up in this structure in order to always protect their assets while at the same time moving towards collapsing the last constitutional republic standing in their way against the new world order of selected representatives and not elected public officials. Go back in Archives of Truth as we've been talking this since day one. So it, we just put crumbs out there because it's such a big BS sandwich that they fed us that if we tried to tell you about all of it in a one hour, it would choke you because it's so complex. So we've been putting out these daily reports and we've been going double time, as you've noticed in the last several months, because we want to get your attention away from the Mockingbird media, away from the fake news, and away from the paid crisis actors that are paid sellout traitors committing treason and espionage and conspiracy to commit crimes against the Constitutional Republic of these United States. They keep using their assets of fake news in order to spin you around, and then they get sports and entertainment to entertain you like the old Roman circus. We don't do any of that. We sit out here and bring you real news plus real information for we the people. And all we ask you, brothers and sisters, is to share this far and wide with your network is we have got to all be seeing this for what it is instead of looking through rose-tinted glasses. This is Neo420 Talks, the podcast speaking truth against the lies.